Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. And taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. And he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch with me. And going a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed, My father, if it be possible, let this chalice pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, So could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, for the second time, he went away and prayed. My father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. And again he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. So leaving them again, he went away and prayed for the third time, saying the same words. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. We've read this before, but it's hard to imagine, isn't it, our Lord being sorrowful and troubled. What does that look like? And how do they respond to it? They have seen him weep before, but he describes his pain. My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. And then he offers the prayer to his father. My father, if it is possible, let this chalice pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. So he asks that it will pass, but his will, as always, remains completely open to the will of the Father. He then finds that they did not watch. He asked them to do only one thing. That's all he ever asked them to do was to watch with him for one hour. And they slept. They couldn't keep their eyes open. He confronts them. To Peter, could you not watch one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. They will learn that very quickly, just how weak their flesh is and how their failure to pray is the cause of their own cowardice when the arrest comes. There's something else, too, as we know, Theologians tell us that in the garden, our Lord not only saw his own suffering and death and the horror of it, but he saw the reason for it. He saw the sins of all humanity pass before his eyes. From the beginning of time to the end, 
all sin, yours and mine and every human being, from the beginning of the world to its finish. St. Luke tells us that he he sweated blood. It's not hard to imagine that seeing all the the sins of humanity would cause that, especially in someone who is perfectly innocent. Only the innocent really understand the horror of sin. And our Lord, of course, being perfect innocence, understood it as no one else could. The second one being his mother. And so he sees all of that. He sees the horror of that rejection, and he sweats blood. And again, the disciples are no comfort to him at all. We are told also in the Gospel of St. Luke that an angel came and comforted him. But even still, to see all of that. And then, finally, the arrest. In any event, though, uh, we must spend time with the Lord. He He asks us for our time. He wants us to be with him because we need it. Jesus can no longer be lonely, but we can especially without knowing that we are. But when we don't spend time with him, we are always going to be lonely. So let's spend a few moments with him now in his presence.